0: You're listening to Cheers Podcast, brought to you by Snoo Snack, the all-natural sleep remedy. Snoo snacks are made with all natural ingredients to help you get the best night's sleep the all-natural way. For more information, go to snack.com This week's guest is Jake Waddell, otherwise known as Catfish Jake. Jake is a philanthropist and predator super fan. This is Cheers Podcast.
1: Alright, so I want to welcome all my guest, Jake Waddell, or better known as Catfish Jake. Sure. Cheers, man. Thanks for coming down. Thanks for having me. So our guest this week, um, he is known by Catfish Jake. And so let's go ahead and get this started. I feel like everybody from Nashville already knows this story. But do you want to give us an inside look into what that day was like and what that
2: moment was like? Yeah, so the day was, uh, wasn't too bad. My wife's family uh, started out just not wanting to go. So finally she had a cousin by marriage who stepped up that was in the Army no surprise, that wanted to go because he thought it would be funny. Yeah. Um, oh, so he
1: knew. When you were going, You he knew this was happening. He he
2: knew, uh, yeah, because I couldn't get anybody else to go. Okay. Um, he knew it was going to go down. He thought it was hilarious. And it, it was not any different, really, other than the preparation of the fish. I mean, mm-hmm. running it over with my truck. and. You ran it over with your truck? Yeah. I tried, to, get- <laughs> I tried to bust its skull because it was too big. The fish okay. I brought was too big. So I tried to bust its skull. Couldn't do that. Um, so I filleted a little bit, as you saw when it hit the ice, it was like a squid. It was it was mangled. Yeah, it was mangled yeah. up. Uh, it was a fun day, man. I mean, I like to have fun, so it was just a kind of a normal fun day that made national news.
1: Were you sober
2: or intoxicated for this? I was completely sober. I didn't really? drink at all, all day, because I knew one of the things they would do was try to pin a, a public intox on me. So
1: Yeah, that was actually my next question, is yeah. if you were drunk, I wonder if they tried to get you on that. It's, that's smart to not go into that. Oh, yeah. Um, so I know that when you did the catfish thing, it took off. It got crazy. There were T-shirts. Everybody was talking about it. Catfish this, Catfish Jake. And um, something that happened later on in that same playoff is Taylor Wawan, uh the left tackle for the Tennessee Titans, he went and threw a catfish on the ice. Yeah. Do you think that you inspired Taylor Wawan?
2: Uh yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean that, they they weren't doing that before then, so they did it after I did that. So That's right. I think it kind of sparked a whole little it was our rallying cry. I mean Yes. As big a deal as Pittsburgh made it and trying to charge me with crimes. Mm-hmm. It gave us it gave the series a little bit of spice and it gave us back here something to do. So Brad Paisley, Taylor LeJuan, all those guys showing up with Catfish. Uh, I can't take the credit for all of it, but i mean, <laughs> I'd like to think that I started that a little bit. I think
1: you definitely ramped it up because yeah. I, I read that the Catfish <clears> thing <throat> was a tradition in Nashville. Yep. But after you did that and it made... Like aggression between the two teams. Oh yeah! It like lit Nashville on fire with catfish. Yeah. I imagine that there's some catfish companies that probably owe you some commission.
2: (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of dead catfish because of the thing I did. I'm (laughs) I'm assuming. So.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it was definitely funny. Um. So, whose catfish was more memorable? Yours in Pittsburgh or Taylor Wands in Nashville? Uh, I would have to say mine for sure. (laughs) Mine was
2: on enemy territory behind enemy lines. That was yeah. That was risky. That was the biggest deal of it all because I didn't even get. You know, I, it, I did it to be funny. Me and the guys I run with were all a bunch of idiots. We like to have mm-hmm. fun, do stupid stuff like that. So it was to be funny to entertain us. The fact that it blew up the way it did, never in a million years could I have imagined that. So, I mean, it was it was just to be fun. Funny, but it, it ended up working out pretty good. Was it fun? Oh, absolutely. The whole <laughs> time. The whole time. I mean, it was a little... The only part that was nerve... There were any nerves was trying to get it out of my pants mm-hmm. in the bathroom stall... <laughs> And get it wrapped up so nobody could see it.
1: I saw you pulled it out of like a, a game towel or something. Is that uh-huh. was that a shirt or a game
2: towel? It was a shirt and a towel.
1: A shirt and a towel. Yeah, it was a big catfish, so you had to like conceal it coming out of the bathroom. Yeah. Did you get any weird looks coming out of the bathroom with something you didn't go in with?
2: No, that's what that's the that's <laughs> what I say. That was the owner never <laughs> part, man. I went in there to you know I didn't act like I was doing something else, and then I came out. Carrying a loaf of bread wrapped up in a, in a shirt, and maybe somebody <laughs> thought I just wanted to throw it away outside or something. I don't know, but
1: yeah, man, that it, it was smooth sailing. <laughs> what was the meanest thing that somebody said to you in the stadium after that happened?
2: Uh, man, I can't. I can tell you. It was a lot of ba- a lot of ugly stuff, but I mean, you know, stuff I expected. Yeah, I've been called a lot worse than what those people called me. So. <laughs> so Pittsburgh's not very good at smack talk. <clears throat> no, it was a bunch of belligerent, ignorant stuff. So <laughs> none of it really got to me.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. Were you um? Did you go to any home games in the Predators playoff
2: after that? Uh, I went to every finals game in Nashville. Really? Yep.
1: Okay. And and so after that as well, were you held as like? Did people recognize you when you went to the next game? Yeah. Like were yeah. you that guy?
2: I was that guy. It was fun. I mean, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still hard to kind of believe that you can walk by people and they're like, "That's the guy." So people wouldn't recognize me the whole rest of the time. I only went to every game after that because fans reached out every game and wanted to take me really yeah so people were like hey come with me yeah I mean there were people trying to give up their tickets and I was like man I'm not going to take your ticket you you have that ticket but if somebody had an extra one and wanted me Mm -hmm. to go then I went for sure
1: that's all did you meet any really cool people that you went to games with
2: uh yeah the actually Dos took me to one game uh my wife and I both the beer company the beer company (laughs) uh so (laughs) that was cool that we had really good seats we sat right down from actually sat from Taylor LeJuan I (laughs) met, met him at that game um I met Dirks Bentley, mm-hmm. Kicks Brooks. He plays golf the same place I play, so that wasn't a huge deal, but I love Kicks; He's a good dude. Um, yeah, I got to meet a bunch of people, but and again, it was cool, but the, that wasn't the goal. The goal was to be funny, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just kind of weird how it all turned out that way.
1: You nailed it. You went into it just making a joke, and then it blew it from there, so then it kind of snowballed. and that's It's yeah. cool that you didn't go into it for notoriety, and then that happened. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. So do you still, um, do people still refer to you as Catfish Jake? I'm all I'm the assuming time yes
2: that's, that's all i get called now
1: <laughs> do you um do, do you like uh where you work or whatever they refer you as catfish shake as well all the time <laughs> do you like that do you like being the catfish guy it
2: doesn't bother me at all it okay because the, the point the goal was accomplished mm-hmm. Ever nobody can say catfish shake without smile. <laughs> that's it because it was a, funny
1: yes it's a hilarious nickname and yeah. it, it's cool it has a good story behind it yeah. um so do you have anything planned and you don't have to leak it on the show if you don't want to. Yeah. But do you have anything planned to top last year's Catfish?
2: Um, I, I can't top it yet because we're mm. not in the finals yet. Okay. There, I mean, you just got to stay tuned. They're, okay. I've been thinking about it for a year. So.
1: <laughs> one year of preparation. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah.
2: How long did the last one take to prepare?
1: Um, a couple days. Wow. So this one must be huge. It'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that. How can I keep up? Are you gonna like you know leak some stuff on your Twitter, kind of like the Titans jersey?
2: Keep, yeah, keep up, keep up with it on Twitter. But really, the only way to top it is I mean, it's got, we got to be back in the finals. So it, it's up to the Preds. If they make it to mm-hmm. the finals, then yeah, I'll top it.
1: Then you'll then you'll top it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. what that is as far as topping. Me too. Um, so I know that you're a big Preds fan. Obviously, uh-huh. go to a lot of games. You pulled off the catfish. Um, this season has been the best season they've ever had as yep. a team, which is great to see as a city. Do you think that this season will be a disappointment if we don't win the Stanley Cup?
2: I don't think it will be a disappointment because hockey is unlike any other sport. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, we were the AC last year, yeah, out of the West, right? And yeah, made it to the final. So real low. Hockey's not the game where the best team always goes, and they actually, they rarely go on to win it all. Um, The series are a grind. They they beat each other to death. So I think if we get put out in the first series, that's a disappointment. Winning one series, I think losing in the second series, depending on who it is, I wouldn't call it a disappointment because it's not easy. A, the game's not easy. B, it's physical as hell. But um, I don't think it's a disappointment by, by any means unless they lose to Colorado.
1: That would be really disappointing. Considering yeah, that we're cuz they're up 2-0. Yeah, right we're now. up 2-0 right now. Yeah. So I'd be surprised cuz I have watched a little bit of it and I just yeah. we just look like a better team. Yeah. Um I think that's kind of obvious. Yeah. Um the Predators are really good this year. So do you think um well not do you think who do you want to see us play in the playoffs? Other than the Penguins, I know you want <clears see throat> to see us play the Penguins. Oh, I'd love again. to
2: see play the Penguins again. Um I mean, just being a competitor for mm-hmm. you know 20 something years now to be the best, you got to beat the best. So I want Winnipeg. Um I'd like to play San Jose. Just you know, I, I don't want I don't want anybody to be able to say that we got a lucky draw and got to the finals again because mm-hmm. it was lucky. I want us to play the best, beat the best, and then play the penguins and beat the best. So there's no leave no doubt everybody knows who the best was.
1: That would be awesome <clears> to <throat> see the Predators do that. Um And they can. They absolutely can. This yeah. is one of the better teams. I mean, uh who was it last week? Um Scoresburg. He had that shot that they say by the end of it all might be the best shot in the whole playoff Dude, series. Through his
2: legs, through the other guy's legs, around the goalie. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Sick.
1: Yeah. I, I think the reason the goalie didn't save it is because he just, I think he just said, hey, you can have this goalie. That was an amazing <laughs> move. Yeah. He, it wasn't like, uh, the shot coming off his stick was seemed like it was defendable, but yeah, yeah, he's just so good. Um, we have a really good team this year. Who is your least favorite team in all of NHL?
2: Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I got to say Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think they get away with, I like, I actually like Crosby's, I mean, he's unbelievably talented skill wise. Right. But I don't like that he gets away with everything. Like when he bounced PK's head off the ice three that times was, last year. And that was crazy. Got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'd say overall teams like Anaheim and San Jose, who just, uh, I guess try to kind of bully other teams around. Mm-hmm. I like the fighting. I love the enforcers. I think it's cool. But the chippy, the cheap shots, Mm -hmm. like what happened the other night at Arvidsson after the game, that stuff's uncalled for. So teams like that, I don't like those guys.
1: Okay. Is Sidney Crosby the dirtiest player in all of NHL?
2: I don't think he's the dirtiest player in all of NHL. I think he gets more attention for being dirty Mm because he's also one of the best players in the NHL. Yeah, he gets a lot of looks. No, I didn't play hockey. I never played hockey. Mm -hmm. I wish they did. I wish we had it when we were kids around here because you can right. fight. I mean, it's the only it's the only time you can fight and it's okay. Do you love to fight. I used to love to fight. I'm too old to fight now. Okay. Uh, I didn't win them all, but I used to, it was adrenaline. But um, yeah, I would have loved to play it. But I, I think uh, he gets away with a lot more because he's a star. So I think a lot of people think he's a lot dirtier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Yeah, because he's getting so many looks that he
1: seems dirtier than he might be. There might there's probably much dirtier players than he. Um, so. I know that, you know, this catfish thing went down and, and you talk sometimes on a midday one eighty, some different radio, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Do you have maybe an a, a goal with this coming your way? I mean this catfish thing was very surprising to you, how you got this notoriety. Are you looking to turn this into would you like to become a media personality or be on the radio? Is that something you'd like to spin this
2: whole experience into? I, I have no aspirations to do anything like mm-hmm. that. I would if somebody wanted me to, but I don't I don't really have that goal. Um I love sports. I love to talk about sports. Yep. I played sports forever, so I, I know sports. Um, but I didn't have any aspirations or any ideas so turn it into anything else. Uh, it's just kind of cool how it's turned out. You're just kind of riding the ride. <clears throat> just riding the ride. And yeah. I mean, you know, if you speak halfway intelligently and you're not an idiot, people like to talk to you every now and then.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. You don't speak like an idiot. And speaking of that, um, I want to ask, because uh, we talked about this before the podcast, um, you referred to yourself when this went down as a dumb redneck with a bad idea. Yeah. That would be a cool t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I it think, would. I think you should turn it that would. into a, a t-shirt. You're right. Um, so I read that online and wanted to make sure that you weren't misquoted because that's no, hilarious. That was one of the first
2: quotes <laughs> I, yeah, I believe I said, and they snatched it up and ran on it. <laughs>
1: Dumb redneck with a bad
2: idea. I yeah. would wear that shirt. So let me know if those come out. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. No, that's very cool. So um, a lot of people know about Catfish Jake. Tell us a little bit about Jacob Waddell, who you are, what you like
2: to do. Um, Well, I'm pretty simple. Um. Born and raised in Nashville, Nashville guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to play sports. I like to watch my kids play ball. My daughter's a volleyball player. Uh, my son plays basketball. My youngest son's gonna play everything. He's just mm-hmm. a, a nut for it. Um, I like to hang out with my wife and kids. I like to play golf, um, and I like to I like to be funny. I mean, my goal and a lot of stuff is to make people laugh. Okay. So that's being funny, doing dumb stuff, uh, keeping the mood light, making people laugh and be happy that's what i like to do so well you're nailing it yeah you're nailing it so you're you're into golf oh yeah what
1: would you think about the masters Were you um, satisfied with the turnout
2: oh absolutely mm-hmm. yeah it was it was sunday was a great uh, a great watch um we were down there on tuesday and somebody asked me who i thought had a shot mm-hmm. and ricky fowler you could see tuesday ricky fowler was different than he ever had been he's a he's a good dude just kind of likes to have fun but he looked very business like um, Tuesday when I saw him there, he was yep. working, and it, it showed on the weekend. I mean, he almost pulled off the comeback. Um, I thought it was great. That Sunday, that last, that back nine, with Spieth making that incredible run, Fowler making a run, and Reed standing up to it, I mean, that was, to me, that's what you want in a major, especially at the Masters. Just
1: a lot of interesting stuff happened at that oh, one, yeah. for sure. Did you go to the Masters? Yeah. Okay, how great is that experience? I know that um, a friend of mine that actually got us in touch, uh, Josh Castile, mm-hmm. he was there as well. And I didn't really know a whole lot about the Masters and how it works. I know that um, take your phone away, you can not have yeah. your phone where you're on the course. Yep. Um, so it's like really involved. And you can see that when you're watching the show mm-hmm. or if you're watching it on TV is, is how many people are clapping and, and taking part in which is really cool. So what was your experience
2: at the Masters? Um, this is the seventh year I've been. Uh, in a row? <clears throat> I missed one year. Wow. <laughs> but I take, <laughs> a, awesome. I take a group every year, different I like to take guys that have never been Mm because it's cool to watch them. It's my seventh time, and when I walk out there, it's still like, geez, this is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, So getting to take people for their first time and see them just be jaw-dropped the whole time is phenomenal. We actually got to take an 84-year-old man this year um, who said he just wanted to see it before he died, and when he walked out there, it was fun. That's so cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Yeah, that's really cool. It's always amazing. It never, ever, ever lets down. So, I mean, it's it's as good as it gets for a golfer Mm -hmm. being on those hallowed grounds.
1: Now it's in uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Augusta, Georgia, correct? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and so when you go down there, I know that some of the tactics there are to set up early at certain holes. Do you mm-hmm. like to do that, or you do just follow the course? What is the best way to, to get a good view at the a hole there?
2: The best thing to do there is to go for a practice round, A, mm-hmm. because it's a lot less strict. Like yep. you don't, if you fart during a regular round, it's, somebody's going to point you out. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, it's a, you have more access to a lot of stuff on the practice round days. The players will talk to you. It's a lot less lax. It's a more fun kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Um, they let more people in for the practice rounds. Um, if I ever go back on a tournament day, I would like to just set my set a chair up at 18. Because no matter where you set your chair, nobody will move it. Everybody's very manners are a thing down there. They won't move your Tradition is a thing down there. You just leave your chair there. Where you put your chair is where it stays all day. You can get up and go walk around the rest of the course or whatever. Stake your claim on that piece mm-hmm. of property It's going to stay there. That's awesome. So the coolest thing to do would be to go if you're going to a practice round, go down to sixteen where they skip the ball across the water. Yeah. On that par three, put your chair there, watch them do that for a while, walk around, come back, and do it again. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. really
1: cool. How hard is it to get a view at hole eighteen? Do people sit there all you know all um, weekend for it
2: that? Depends on what day it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a practice round day, it's not that hard. If it's yeah. Sunday, it's going to be ridiculously hard because everybody wants to watch. The winner finish. Yeah, I On bet. eighteen, that's the most epic part of it. Mm-hmm. They want to see him on, on Amen's corner and all that stuff too. But the one thing that I haven't done that I want to do there, the only thing I haven't done that I want to do there, other than play, which is impossible, <laughs> is uh, watch the leaders come finish on eighteen. So on is that something you plan on doing? Uh, I hope maybe one
1: day. How how do you do that? <clears throat> can
2: you sh- can you leave your chair there overnight? No, no. You just have to get there when they when they're open. I mean, as soon as the gates open and you can't run, if you run, they'll toss you. <laughs> um, you just have to walk over there and put a chair, and you know everybody's pretty courteous. I don't mean like front row. I mean just be able to see the leaders finish, be there to, yep, to kind of feel that experience. I've been I've been able to do that in a couple different tournaments, mm-hmm. and it's phenomenal. It's really cool.
1: Do they do the the green jacket ceremony at the 18th
2: hole? They do it first at Butler Cabin and then they go out on the 18th green and uh, do all that stuff. So being
1: an 18th, you would also get to see them finish and then that happens as well. So that's that's really exciting. Is there any hole that like particular people don't really hang out at or are all of them packed at the Masters?
2: Uh, No, there's some you can't get to. Really? Like like 11 tee box you can't get to. Um, 12, 13 tee box all down the left side you can't get to. Um, There's some that are they're not exclusive, but you can only get to certain parts of the holes because mm-hmm. they got to have some the some players some places for the players to go without patrons being there.
1: So um, this was a question that, that I had when I realized you can't bring your cell phone or anything like that in. Let's say you're out on a hole somewhere. How do you keep up with who's winning? Do they have like Scoreboard digital screens? Everywhere. Okay, scoreboards, scoreboard's everywhere. everywhere. Oh, so yeah. so you can keep up with everything. And,
2: and and in an insane way, that's there's so much stuff there you can't explain to people who've never been mm-hmm. because it's unexplainable. Yeah, you know through the crowd. People just talk. It's Everybody is your, there's no, there's nobody there that's in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. The workers, the patrons, nobody's in a bad mood. Everybody talks. The whispers are through the crowd the whole time. So you know who's winning. If you like, you could just say like, if it's me and you and he's over there, I'm like, dude, you know who's winning? Like, man, I don't know. That guy will be like, hey, it's so-and-so, he's 700. I mean, every, it's just yeah, kind of that's it's cool. Just cool that way.
1: That's yeah. That's cool that people can talk back and forth like that. And I think that has a lot to do with the class of the Masters. People oh, yeah. realize everybody there is like gentlemanly, yep. gentlewomanly. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. That's that's a different <laughs> Lady-like. term. Ladylike. There, there we go. go. Yeah. So it's it's definitely probably a great environment. Something uh, something very cool to do. I'm sure. Did you get any awesome uh, merch while you were there? Because apparently you can't buy it outside of the Masters.
2: Uh, I did um, for other people. I mean, it's you know. Everybody that you know that hasn't been wants you mm-hmm. to buy them stuff when you're there. So Yep, I've heard it that. Was, uh, it's cool, man. They just redid their whole merchandise place. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The only time I've ever really went nuts, I got to go in the members clubhouse mm-hmm. and in their golf shop and buy their member stuff, and yeah. I kind of went nuts that time. <laughs> but the rest <laughs> of it, the time, it's just a couple stuff.
1: Is it like exclusive stuff in there? What's different in, there? in the members pro shop? Yeah.
2: It's all different. It's, it's all different. It's only for me. I mean, you can only get it if you have member access.
1: That's crazy. So there's one place in the world you can get this stuff? Yeah. Well, like what, what does it have? It's uh, different than normal.
2: Well, it's just not plain old regular um, type golf shirts. The brand is different. Okay. The make is different. Mm-hmm. And the style is different. Just maybe. They're not, like, not going to have the same style that yeah. they have out for patrons to buy.
1: Maybe just cooler, I guess. Oh, yeah. What's and then you there. can say,
2: I mean, a lot of people just like to say, I got this in the clubhouse.
1: Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that is super exclusive. Yeah. So, uh, what we're going to go ahead and do is jump to commercial break. Okay. Uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. So, you guys stay tuned. <laughs>
0: If you'd like to be a sponsor for Cheers Podcast or see your advertisement here, please contact us at thecheerspodcast at gmail.com or find us on social media at thecheerspod on Instagram.
1: All right, cool. All right, welcome back. Um, thanks for watching the show. This week we're drinking Dr. Pepper as a request yep. of uh, Mr. Catfish Jake. Um, what we have is Dr. Pepper whiskey and lemon. Super good. Um, Very good. Yeah, and that's approved by the bourbon connoisseur, <laughs> Catfish Jake. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, your philanthropy. So yeah. after this all went down, um, it looks like you've now turned this into an opportunity to help others. So if you want to talk a little bit about that and what that entails.
2: Yeah, so um, after the run, I got back home last year. There are a lot of people kind of making T-shirts and signs and posters and all this stuff. So we actually used it to raise money. I made zero money off of it. We raised in no amount of time guy named Thomas Cox printed off a bunch of, and I brought you one. i got to get it out of my truck. With, Thanks, man. Um, posters called the Instrument of Crime posters that were hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. And one of the craziest things is people want me to sign them. I've never signed an autograph in my life. It's <laughs> really weird, but it was cool. That's uh, cool. So we sold those, some of those, and T-shirts, and we raised $7,500 for charity in no time. Mm-hmm. Um, what charity was that at the time? Uh, Nolansville Roundup and uh, the Last Minute Toy Store. Mm-hmm. So the Last Minute Toy Store, I've been a part of for a while in Nashville. It gives Christmas gifts to kids in Nashville who wouldn't get them otherwise. So their parents get to come through. Mm-hmm. We set up the Davidson County Sheriff's Office Warehouse uh, like a toy store, like a Toys R Us. Yeah. Their parents get to come through and for free just shop, fill their bag up. That's crazy. And it's legit stuff. That's so cool. So that, that raised money for that. I run the sports part of the last minute toy store. Mm-hmm. Um, so we figured we could see what we could do, starting our own. So my wife and I started the Catfish Jake Foundation. Um <laughs> Oh, excuse me. <laughs> we started that. Um, it's just recently got the five hundred one C three clearance. Our youngest son is a um, heart baby. He had a congenital heart defect when he was born. It's called tetralogy of Flow, blue baby syndrome. Um, excuse me. He uh, he had to have open heart surgery. When he was three months old. He had four um, congenital heart defects that they had to correct. Mm-hmm. They did at Vanderbilt. Dr. Mettler, Dr. Jansen, that whole staff. They're amazing. Um, so we've experienced that. So, portions of the money that we're raising are going to go to families who are experiencing that because it's um, incredibly emotionally taxing, and it's also expensive. Um, My mom overdosed and died from her addictions. Um, She fought and battled those for a long time. Uh, She finally succumbed to them. So, after going through Carmel Heights with her a few times, um, being in that experience, it being personal to me, we're going to use some of the money to help people fight an addiction. Mm -hmm. And then a good friend of mine at church a couple about a month ago passed away in a car accident and he was a great musician bass player so we're, we're going to start a musical scholarship in his name for um, his wife and his daughter are going to be involved in picking what local kid either either they need money to go to music school or they need an instrument um, we're going to have application process they submit application we pick who it is and we fund them a uh, an instrument or whatever that is. So some kind of scholarship, <clears throat> basically. Yeah, it's going to be a scholarship in his name. His name is Jamie Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a band, played in a band with his brothers. Yep. So we put all that together, man. Um, my wife is huge in that. A lot of people had a big hand in that. It's a really cool thing. Um, www.catfishcheck.org mm-hmm. has and all we'll, the information. We'll tag that on the website, too. Yeah, it's got so. all the information on there. There's going to be a a party downtown Nashville at Doghouse um, Friday, June 29th. Is that the Brujas uh, dog place? No, it's actually the doghouse on the it's, like
1: it's like a, a Hot Dogs, though, right?
2: No, no. Or D-A-W-G-H-O-U-S. It's right in the middle of Da Mumbrian. It's a bar, sports bar. It's where okay. Cleveland Browns, official watch bar, Alabama. Okay. Official watch bar. Biggest TV you can find around upstairs. Nice. Um, we're having a silent auction and a party up there Friday night at 630. Mm-hmm. And then a golf tournament at Gaylord Springs June the 30th uh, following that. And all the proceeds are going to go to the foundation.
1: So all this stuff you just mentioned those those three different projects these events this is all under the whole Catfish Shake project. This
2: is all under the Catfish Shake Foundation. Wow. <laughs> with so o- with one extra goal of having cash on hand in the foundation so that when something happens, um, we try to stay local. We're mm-hmm. raised here, and I know local people need help. Certain amount of cash on hand so that when something happens locally and a family, a kid, somebody's in need, we have the ability to just help them mm-hmm. uh, whenever they need it at random. So how can people help fund this? Is it through purchases of your
1: product, or can they donate flat out? Uh,
2: you can go to the website. You can donate flat out. Mm-hmm. You can just donate to the cause. Um, you can tell us what cause you want it to go to. Mm-hmm. You can put in the memo section. You want this for the musical foundation, for whatever it is. Yeah. <clears throat> and you can also buy a ticket for the silent auction party mm-hmm. that night. Come to the party. Have a good time. It's And like, that's this Friday? No, no. It's June 29th. June 29th. Friday, so. June 29th. So okay. it's, um, I think it's 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's Booze is uh, free, food's free. There's gonna be a lot of sign auction stuff there. I'm hoping to get some local celebrities around. Or you can put a team in the golf tournament the next day. Or you can sponsor a hole. There's a lot of different ways to be involved. And whoever gets involved, whoever signs up, we're gonna shout them out hard. We give them a lot of a lot of props because there's nothing better than helping other people. So
1: yeah, that's awesome. I, I I didn't know. I knew the catfish organization did some things, but that's awesome. It's already involved in all these different things. And, I mean, what drives this? What drives you to do so much good and give back like that? Like, uh, that's my,
2: awesome. Yeah, it was just the way I was raised. Uh, my dad's a, my hero. He's a great dude. And it, we, we didn't grow up with a lot. But there were always other people living with us. My, uh-huh. my, my mom didn't work. My dad didn't make very much money <clears throat> at all. He worked his ass off to not make very much money. But all throughout our childhood, there were other kids living with us. Who, whose parents couldn't make it work or their parents weren't very good or they didn't mm-hmm. have a place to stay or however you would say it. Other family members would live with us. So I just learned through him, man, that you know the best thing that, that we can do is help other people. So, I mean, if, if you have a platform to do that and, uh, you know, I'm a faithful, try to be a faithful guy to God. So he, he gives you a platform to do that. You know, you, you can't just uh, turn away from it. So we found out this was a platform. Um, I love helping people. There's nothing better than that. My wife loves helping people. So figured to see how many people we can help.
1: That's that's cool because I'm glad the catfish thing happened to you. So I'm glad you had yeah. the nerve to do it and <laughs> and, have, and had the nerve to turn it into something so big. And is that something you'd like to make into like a full-time nonprofit? I know earlier we asked about this. Would you like this to become something? But what if one day the nonprofit catfish shake organization was its own entity? Is that something you'd like to do is, is it, run that's that? That's the goal.
2: Yeah. That's the goal yeah. is for it to be a, <clears throat> it's a, it's a 501c3. So it'll be his own entity and mm-hmm. we will, um, We'll have events every year to, to prop it up, to make money. This is going to be an annual event. Mm-hmm. The party, the golf tournament, is going to be an annual event to raise money. Um, and we're going to try to push it and see how far we can go. And I mean, people like to play golf. People think the catfish was hilarious. It is. People love the Preds. <laughs> I mean, so, it, you know, it's a it's a good marriage of all three of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot of it from a guy who challenged me from Pittsburgh uh, that's a whole different story. I can tell you if, if you want me to. But um, I learned a lot of stuff from him, so he challenged me to do it. So we're doing it, and mm-hmm. um, we're going to do it and and go full speed. I, I don't. I can't do anything half ass. I don't like doing stuff half ass. So if I'm going to do it, and that's my wife. It kind of drives her nuts sometimes. <laughs> I'm very spontaneous, as you can tell with the fish. <laughs> but uh, when I get when I get something going, I want to get it going and, and and go full speed. And and do you think that
1: um, this whole catfish is definitely tied to some of the predators playoffs do you think that this will just keep getting bigger in the future because the preds are so good now
2: uh man i don't know i, I would have to say right now yes just because they just put aquariums in the stadium in bridgestone really? and they they they're putting four catfish huge catfish in the aquariums and above the aquarium in the in bridgestone it says instruments of crime so they're kind of wow. riding that wave right now you know there's a bunch of t-shirts you can get but, um <laughs> Which is cool, man. I, like I said, I didn't do any of it for any notoriety to do mm-hmm. any of that. But if it gives them a rallying cry, if it helps, if it helps the guys uh, on the road feel like they got somebody behind them or any of that, I'm cool with whatever. I just did it to be funny. Mm-hmm. So, have you talked to the organization? <clears throat> Does the Predators
1: organization know that you have this um, philanthropy?
2: They, uh, yeah, they're pretty hands off. They haven't really uh, responded to me in any form. So. Hmm. I don't know if that's something. They, I don't know if they can't talk to me because I threw something on the ice or what, but they uh, – well, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting.
1: I'm sure that they would like to help out. You should see if you so. get – I, I yeah. sent
2: them, them an email. I haven't heard back from them, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're, maybe they're waiting for the cup to be over. Yeah, either, yeah. Either way, we're going to do what we're going to do.
1: Yeah, no, that's very cool. And especially, I would imagine that they would want to be involved with that, especially if they're literally so. using the phrase <laughs> instruments of crime that is directly attached to your yeah, experience. Yeah. And if you
2: could get the Predators on board with your organization, yeah. that would be awesome. And that's the thing. I don't really, I love the Preds. I'm a Nashville guy. They're a Nashville team. Mm-hmm. I would love them them to be a part of what we're doing. If they are or aren't, that's up to them. I'd just like to, to be able to say, um, you know, the Preds, kind of like what we're doing trying yeah. to help people. That's that's it.
1: Yeah, I know I saw some of the Predators members when all that went down. They tweeted some stuff about it. Oh, Have yeah. you ever talked to any of the Predators players and, and seen what they think about it or had any shout-outs?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, I actually – so Carrie Underwood tweeted out I was her hero right after that happened, Really? So that, was, that probably got the most play of anything. That also helped blow the story up.
1: <laughs> Not all heroes wear caves. Yeah,
2: uh, that was funny, but I actually did um, – Once the Houston floods, you remember the Houston floods that happened last year, the J.J. Watt stuff, all that? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. right after that happened, Taylor LeJuan put together him and uh, the guys from Kings of Leon and some other guys put together this last-minute event downtown to raise money to go to Houston Strong or something like that. So my wife and I uh, went to that um, to help the cause and ran into uh, Roman Yossi. He was there with his, I think, girlfriend at the time. Um, (laughs) At the time. And he, I mean, he was a, he's the nicest guy you can imagine. Mm -hmm. He's a phenomenal hockey player. And he thought it was, he loved it. He thought it was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Did he recognize you? No, no, no. He didn't recognize me. Okay. Um, I was actually standing there talking to uh, the guy who owns the place. I played high school golf against him. actually busted his head with a golf ball in a match. Wow. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy how it all works out. I I walked up to him and said, did you get your head busted with a golf ball in a match at high school? And he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, it was me. I hit it. How did that go over um, It was hilarious. <laughs> you know, that was a long time ago for us. We're old guys. Um, I was talking to him. Matt Carney, my, my wife and I's favorite musician, came mm-hmm. in. We went and talked <clears throat> to him. That dude is phenomenal in every sense of the word. Um, kind of mingled throughout. All these people just kept showing up. And then talked to Yossi, the, the guy from the Kings of Leon, all that. So they thought it was funny. Uh, I got to sit, have dinner with Peter Laviolette, Coach LaVulette, um, I guess it was about six months ago or so. At Brentwood High School, he's got a kid that goes to Brentwood High School. Yeah, and he was given the keynote uh, address. And I know some people there; they contacted me. They thought it'd be funny if I showed up with a fish <laughs> while he was speaking. So nice, I did that. He was as cool as could be. You know, none of them, ha- none of them have said anything bad or or cross about the catfish thing. They think it's funny. They feel as players and as a coach, I think they thought they can't endorse it but they're like man it's cool for them to know that even on the road somebody's got their back mm-hmm. um, so it was cool for me to, to be able to meet those guys
1: yeah the catfish thing was definitely a big part of the brand it definitely didn't hurt yeah.
2: the Predators image uh, in it, the NHL it, it added some, I mean you know I, I don't, I'm not going to take any credit for any of it because it was just a goofy stunt it added flavor to that series Yes, because Pittsburgh and Nashville wasn't it's not a traditional team against a traditional team. It was a mm-hmm. uh, nobody really cares about this team. They're a eight seed. Their fans are a bunch of rednecks. <laughs> the the penguins are gonna kill them. Mm-hmm. It went from that, and then after game one, it was like it's on like Donkey Kong. I mean, yeah. it was it was a title fight after that. It came down to it, and we it held our own, and they bounced one off the back of our goalie, you know, and it mm-hmm. went in. It was, they got the good break, but. It added some flavor to it, which was hilarious. And that was meant to do to be funny, so it worked.
1: It was great because it then became not just like a playoff. Uh, with two teams playing, it was all this controversy going back oh, yeah. and forth. I mean, I remember there were like radio stations talking about each other, oh, and, yeah. and, and mayors calling each stuff. other. Oh, so yeah. all that different. Yeah, and you were in the middle of all that yeah. stuff. So yeah. that was it, it. Added a lot of flavor. I guess it's a really good way to put that. Um, I heard this comment the other day, and just being that you're a big Preds fan, um, you're into sports, so you you have a good p- opinion on this. Um, do you think that Nashville is a hockey town or a football town? Uh, as a man, football, I'm talking Titans.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's a football town um with a hockey problem. <laughs> with the hockey so problem. a hockey problem. So it's uh to me it's it's a success, it's success, right? Mm-hmm. So if the Titans aren't very good and the Predators are really good that there's going to be a hockey town. Mm-hmm. If the Titans and the Predators are on the same level as far as, and the and the Titans are getting close to that now. I mean, they went to the yeah. second round of the playoffs, which is awesome. Yep. I'm a huge Titans fan. Good. Um, I think it's still a football town, mm-hmm. but the hockey town is right out there behind it. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that um, people are moving here from all over the place. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are hockey fans moving here. And go, if you go to Bridgestone, you're a Preds fan. If you go there just to see a game, you get hooked. Mm-hmm. You can't not get hooked. You can't not like those guys. So games. I think it's 1-1A. and 1A. I mean, we support the hell out of both of those teams. Mm-hmm. I do. I think they're both on the right road. Obviously, the Preds are they're the best team in the league right now. Uh, the Titans are on the same road. I think they're headed that way. But I think right now it's still a football town. Um, but hockey's right behind it.
1: He's right behind it. And I'm glad you gave that answer that seemed really unbiased because I feel like people, sometimes you'll ask that question like, oh yeah, it's, it's all Titans or it's all Predators and they want to make it like two different things. No, But I feel like you look at it the way I do is that it's great that both of them are killing it. Yeah, it can be that both. We, we can literally fill Broadway with people over either team, oh, yeah. which is crazy. I don't know any other city in America that can do that. There's yeah. probably one. I haven't seen it. Well, I um, mean,
2: think about like like <clears throat> the point you're making. Broadway during the playoffs last year for, for the Preds, mm-hmm. packed every night. All the it's way. It's going to be the same way this time. Yep. The Titans unveiled uniforms. Yeah. That's all they did was unveil uniforms. It was like 20 plus. And thousand. it was packed. Yeah. You give a bunch of Southerners a reason to get together, <laughs> yeah. hang out, have a few drinks, and cheer something on mm-hmm. that's aggressive. They're going to do it. <laughs> that's that's what we do. You know what I mean? We grew up yeah. playing those sports. Hockey, not so much. We are now, but it's aggression. I think that's another thing that to to really catch on here is. It's not tennis, you know. It's it's aggression. Tennis just got called out. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's aggressive. You know, you can fight some. It's a it's a macho sport. It's not hard to get behind those because you know, as dudes, and a lot of women love it. You know, th- I think from my experience, there are more women that I have heard of talk about hockey than football um, lately. So I think they're winning over the female crowd. I mean, it's indoors. You can go inside. A lot of them think the players are cute and all that kind of stuff. Gary <laughs> yeah. Underwood helps in that aspect. Yes. But it, it, it covers both sides, man. I mean, women like hockey, men like hockey. Um, I think it's cool for everything. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's definitely good for everybody. I, I yeah. hear everyone, all ages, genders, yeah. races, everyone talks about sports in this town. So I feel like it's really bringing everybody together. Nashville oh, yeah. is a great place to be. Um, in closing, uh, we're here at the end of our episode. I want to give you some time to mention anything you want to mention, uh, give any shout-outs or talk about anything that you don't want to leave off the table.
2: Uh, I, other than the foundation, man, that's all I got. www.catfishjack.org. Go sign up. Um, donate if you want to You can tell us where you want your money to go uh, we're gonna, It's completely transparent We don't hide anything We're not trying to take people's money mm-hmm. I can't stand charities like that So it's, uh, it's fully out there We'll show you where your money goes We'll send you facts of where your money goes You'll see it going um, If you want to come play golf We're going to have a golf tournament you know, It's going to be a fun time um, We're going to start putting together events as we, get, as we get the ball rolling here And we start figuring out Get our legs under us and, and get going this is all just thrown together, man. So, you know, once we get good at it and get going, it's going to hopefully just take off. And it's called the First Annual Catfish Jake Instrument of Crime Cup. <laughs> nice. Um, a lot of people have already got me feedback like it doesn't make any sense. It should be inaugural. I know that. You should call it First Annual every single That's year. That's why it's called First Annual, <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense. That's the like whole that. purpose behind it. What I did didn't make any sense. So the, I call it inaugural. It makes too much sense. You call it First Annual, people are like, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Now they're talking about it. I feel catfish. That didn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> so it all makes sense. That's, so it, not making any sense makes, makes so much sense. Exactly right. Where can people follow you out online? Twitter, Instagram? Uh,
2: I'm on Twitter at, I think it's Jake DeVerell, at Jake DeVerell. Um, what is Jake DeVerell? My middle name is DeVerell. Okay. D-E-V-E-R-E-L. It's a family name. My dad, mm-hmm. mine, my son. And I didn't know that. And I didn't know why people were calling me Jake until somebody was like, dude, your Twitter handle says Jake. <laughs> That makes sense. I was Jake the Snake when I was growing up, but I haven't mm-hmm. been Jake in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, that's the only thing I have. Is the handle Catfish Jake already taken? Um, I I don't know. We're gonna. <laughs> I think we're gonna start a Twitter account for the foundation, and mm-hmm. uh, so we'll find out. I know the website. Like people that night bought up the names Catfish Shake all those different names Oh yeah, I but bet. they didn't get Catfish they got Catfish So
1: somebody jacked the comm
2: so we got so we got over on them Yeah.
1: somebody jacked your comm wow Yeah. That, <laughs> you should send them an email that just says LOL we went with org <laughs> <It> Just. <laughs> we're helping yeah. folks there you go yeah we're helping folks good luck Catfish yeah <laughs> well hey man thanks for coming on for uh, everybody me. go check this guy out check out his organization Catfish Shake is doing good things uh, it was a pleasure talking with you Jake yep. Um, so let's cheers and we'll get out of here for the night man thanks for having me High five, great episode, buddy. Appreciate it, thank you. See you guys. Thanks for watching.
0: If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at Cheers Podcast. Be sure to comment what you'd like to hear from us in future episodes. Thanks for listening.